Hey guys, welcome back to the Cut Light and Smoke podcast presented by Zeal Cigars, CigarSoapbox.com, and coming to you live from the Huddle Up Store studios in beautiful, sunny Phoenix, Arizona. My name is Bradley. Across from me is my host, JB. JB, say what's up to the people. What's going on? Hey, and we have a great show for you here today. I'm going to tell you really quick, it's going to be it's going to be really, really good, but you're going to have to hang on and like lock in on this one, fellas, particularly for you guys that have any kind of joint pain or any kind of back pain or any kind of leg pain, because we have the answer and all your solutions and the guests that we have on today, and I cannot wait to introduce them to you. But what I'm going to do, actually, is let JB take over because JB has a story behind behind how this guest actually got here. And we'll tell you a little bit about the cigars that we're smoking in a second, but first I got to pitch it over to JB for the story. JB, go. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, uh, I'll try to make this really quick. Uh, we just did a YouTube video on it too, where we uh, kind of talked about it. But uh, so I, I typically work up in the front of the shop uh, if I'm not packing out orders and um, a, a gentleman came in the, the cigar shop and uh, we got to talk in and he kind of saw me like stretching out my back and standing behind the counter and he kind of just was like, yo, uh, you got some back pain, bro? And, you know, we kind of started chatting for a minute and told him, you know, I was an, I was an old athlete, uh, asked me if I had, I told him my knee was hurting a little bit. And uh, then he, he kind of had me stand a certain way and he was like, yeah, it looks like, you know, you got some some tightness in your lower back and your SI joint. He's like, can I show you something? I've been a physical therapist for, I, I think, about 30 years, you said? 30 years. 30 years. And uh, he was like, do you mind if uh, if I show you something? And he was like, can you come in here to the lounge and lay down on the floor? And like, you know, at first you're kind of like, Man, some guy just told me to go lay down on the floor. What the heck's he about to do? Uh, but, you know, uh, so I went and I laid down on the floor, and he, you know, kind of um, takes his hand and uses it to kind of go up into my SI joint, and then he kind of moves my leg around in certain positions and in and out and up and down in different ways to my chest and out to the side. So a total and, stranger comes in. Yeah, total stranger. And, and he's like, and he's like, hey, man, what's going yeah. on? And he's a little bit – he's. A, so I'm, 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 I'm a very trusting person. Uh, you are a very trusting person because anybody coming in, I'm like, hey, man, let me slide my hand up here. He actually did do that with you. Yeah, and you're like, dude, I, my back's solid, bro. I'm, I'm like, good. don't touch my back, bro. <laughs> I don't know who you are, bro. Don't touch my back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This back, this back is just for me, bro. Look, look. But it was really amazing because you came in and I mean, like literally he, he, I guess he had left and you came in and you were like, oh my gosh, by the way, you got to hear this whole story and everything yeah. like that. And look what I can do. And you did have pain that morning and yeah. you were bending all the way down, touching your toes and everything. Yep. I'm like, oh dude, what happened? Tell me yeah. about it. He's like, stranger came in, touched my back and you know, it's kind of like Jesus, you know, so, <laughs> so came in, turned water into wine and heard my back's good, you know? So. So, yeah, so the, he pops my right one out first and tells me to stand up, right? And he's like, mm -hmm. what, what does it feel like? And I was like, it feels like my leg is a feather. And mm -hmm. He was like, yeah, it's a lot lighter, right? And he's like, now let me <laughs> let me actually work on the one that's fully locked up and let's see what happens. Wow. So he does my left one, and that one took a little bit longer, but that one actually popped out twice. I could feel it kind of slide out twice. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got up, and it was like, dude, it was like my lower half didn't even exist anymore. It was weird. It was like blood was flowing. You could feel it. Um, my knee stopped hurting like two days later. Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't complain about back pain or doing anything here for days. As a matter of fact, I probably just kept saying like how amazed I was. And you're 32. 30. You're, yeah. I'll be 33 32. in July. Yeah, I'll be 33. So you're very, you're very young. I mean, when I was 32 it, to 33. It, I was, in retrospect. Yeah. 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 When I was 32 and 33, I was running like a head, running with my hair cut on fire and, you know, chicken with my head cut off, whatever you call it. Um, so never had any pain. So for you to have that much pain, that was a real relief to you. You know, I had, huge. I had, I had some pain when I was in my 30s. I got, in a, I got in a bad car accident. My back screwed up and everything. Went to a buddy of mine who's a chiropractor. Did the whole, like, cracking my back up and everything else like that, which scared me to death. Um, and 
So when when this guy came in, so you got you got to introduce him, and he's got he's got to talk a little. I'm bit getting there. I'm getting he's there. He's chilling, dude. He's chilling. I'm right getting now. there. He's not even smoking a cigar, which well, is, no, it's a little offensive to me. I'm not going to say anything <laughs> about it because he's cool and he's been here a million times. He bought plenty of cigars. So so uh, yeah. So long story short, yeah. Uh, the, the the guy's name is Dari. Uh, and, and Dari is a uh, a local physical therapist who who's been in working for about thirty years. And, Dari, what's your uh, la- Dari, what's your last name? Ishalov. Ishalov. Okay. Doctor. I actually thought he was Mediterranean. I was like, dude, tell me you're Greek because I actually speak a little Greek. Is, 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 <laughs> is it close? Is it Greek? Is it no, Greek? Wait, no. He's, I was born in Israel. 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 Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, Israeli. Israel. Okay, yeah. that's awesome. So that was um, like how our conversation went. I was like, dude, okay. are you Greek? He's like, nah, but your back needs help. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So it, this is this is this is a, this is an amazing thing in the sense of like it really helped you. Yeah. And then and then what's even more fascinating is he brings over this. Piece. Yeah, he told me about the product when he popped yes. my back out because he was like, I, I, I'm creating a product mm-hmm. to replace my hand because I can't duplicate myself and I don't know how much longer my hand's going to be here. Right, right. Uh, and then when I heard he made this product, that's when I told you, I was like, dude, we got to have this dude in here. Right. So, right, right, you know, right. without, without further ado, the gentleman sitting here with us today is Dari. Uh, Dari has a, a product uh, called the Baxi and he's going to tell us about it. So, Dari, tell us a little bit about the backseat and how that can benefit every man listening that's a cigar smoker in particular. So, while they're laying on the floor with your product underneath their like back, smoking a cigar, it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna benefit them as much as possible. And speaking of the mic, if you can, it's too soon. So, let me take you first of all a little okay. bit further backwards. Let's talk about before you get the backseat, you've got lower back pain. Yes. And what ends up happening is you go to a doctor, and he does an X-ray. Mm-hmm. The x-ray shows that you've got some arthritic change. You're okay. You're kind uh, of arthritic changes. I know, but that was with that dang truck it's backing up, man. Truck in the we back. have the gate open. I know, I know. Go ahead, sir. So you've got some arthritic changes, um, basically telling you that you've had some wear and tear, and we need to take it a step further. Meanwhile, you're still in pain. So he sends you to an uh, orthopedist who specializes in the spine. Right, right. Who then says, you know what? You're not ready for surgery. Why don't we do this? Let me send you either to a physical therapist Mm -hmm. or I'm going to send you to an anesthesiologist who's going to inject your back. Okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're still in pain and you're nowhere closer to finding out what the hell's going on. 100%. Now, what ends up happening is healthcare, as as everyone knows who's Mm -hmm. been to a doctor, doctors of old used to take care of everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doctors of new love passing the parcel. Why is that? What is the big deal? Like, I've, I've been to a general practitioner before, and I'm like, hey, man, my knee hurts. You, you have some idea about knee stuff? He goes, a little bit, and he literally feels my knee a little bit. This is an old doctor of mine who I didn't like anyway, so I don't mind. I'm not going to mention his name. Didn't like him. And he listens to the show. Cigar smoker, but didn't like him. And he knows that, and we parted ways, but still didn't like him. Love you, dude. I think he's a great dude. But didn't didn't appreciate this part, and it was literally like he checked my knee out, and he's like, you know what? Let's go to an orthopedic guy that can you know, maybe check out your feet. Maybe that plays in your knee. And I'm like, well, no, no, no. Can you tell me anything about that? And he's like, not really. And so why is that now? Is there just more money in the other stuff? Well, oh, th- of course. I okay, mean, okay, econ- yeah. economically. I mean, okay. think about it. Okay, your yeah. knee. You went to one doctor. Mm-hmm. You'd only have to pay one person. Right. Yeah, now exactly. you now I've already included four or five different people right, and it's right. five times as much. You're generating a lot more income for these doctors and yeah. specialists and Jeez. But no, the, the the reason why it's happened is because medicine has sort of become so specialized. 
everybody's figured out, the amount of research that's been done over the past 20 years has mm. basically taken medicine into a whole different arena because what a doctor used to learn in seven years when they became a doctor, mm -hmm. now what happens is you're just scratching the surface. Okay. What ends up happening is we know so much more about organs. We know so mm. much more about joints. Mm -hmm. So what ends up happening is everybody's nervous because of responsibility. We've become a very litigious society without offending any of you smokers out there. <laughs> but what ends up happening is everyone is afraid of being sued. Mm. So it's much easier than making that commitment okay. to pass the commitment to somebody else who may know a little bit more than you do. And, huh. ta and take a little more responsibility for whatever that is. Okay. Exactly. Okay, so it's so it's it's a it's a both end. It's more money and it's less accountability. You don't have to be Gosh, which is actually the thing that's worse for our society right now, right? I mean, you're describing yeah. everything, yeah. right? Yeah, really, seriously, furless lawsuits and everything else like that. Yeah, yeah. Your doc touches you, and you're like, oh, I didn't feel that way before I went to you, and happens all the time. Yeah, and I guess so. Wow, geez. There's, there's a reason the number one thing you got to carry is malpractice insurance. Right? <laughs> I guess so. That ain't right. cheap. I guess so. I guess no, so. No, and, and, and God forbid you should fall down on the street having a heart attack. Right, right. Because nobody's going to touch you. Right. Oh, yeah. It doesn't have the truth, man. It used to be back in the, like, this is really weird. Like, I had an experience just recently about this where literally somebody needed something. Oh, I didn't even tell you about this, JB. There was a uh, there was a girl who got her cell phone stolen. I was, was on here on a Saturday. Saturday I was working here, and I usually don't work on Saturdays. We have part-time Dave that works on Saturdays. And uh, I was sitting out front, and a guy stole a girl's cell phone and starts running down the street. And she's like, help me, help me. And I'm like, uh, what's happening? I think this guy's stealing. So I go out the, the door and I'm like, hey. And he just keeps going. I can't catch him because I can't run. I got a bum knee. So I'm like, uh, call 911. She's screaming and yelling. I'm like, I wonder, like, is this love or spat or is this something else? And where initially you just go out there and be like, hey, stop it and stop that. And I would run out there and do something like that. And nobody, everybody else, there was like 10 people watching. I'm like, okay. Okay, go on. I don't. That's not my business. You know. At that point, you're like, what do you do? You know. At, at, at this point, like, if, you, if I go to the girl and I'm like, are you okay? And I put my hand on her shoulder. That's sexual harassment. You know. She can get. It. I mean, it's it's crazy, but that that can happen. You know. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Let's. Do you need to make a phone call or anything like that? This guy touched me and made me made me feel uncomfortable. I'm like, I, I, sir, I put my hand on her shoulder, showed her where my door was, so she could call somebody. No, she could just say something different. You know. It's, oh, it's, it's scary. Yeah. So coming back full circle, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. back to back to healthcare. Sure, yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. I digress. That's, I digress. <laughs> so what ends up happening is now you still have lower back pain. You go, you get treated. Now what happens is a lot of times you'll go back to the orthopedist and he says, "Well, we could do surgery, mm. but uh, you know we leave it for you to decide, or we could send you once again to the anesthesiologist." to stick you on a whole load of pain medications mm. because that way then you can take them, mm -hmm. lower your pain levels, and you can still function. Mm -hmm. The problem is all you're doing is aggravating the area. Yes, oh, wow. it's masked. Sure, sure. But you're not fixing the root cause of the problem. Right, right, right. So anyway, back to back pain. Our body is probably the most efficient machine ever created yep. if you put it in perspective to think <laughs> yeah. of all the little things mm -hmm. that have to work together 
timing and this and that in order for us to be able to wake up every morning and yeah. go to sleep at night is remarkable. It's, it, it's amazing. It's miraculous. It really is. It's pretty amazing. So when you put that in perspective and you think to yourself, well, wait a second. Our body was made to walk and to move around, but not on concrete. Mm, okay. Not on stairs. These are all creations that were created to make life more efficient. Okay. Okay. So what ends up happening is you're pounding your legs every mm -hmm. day when you're walking. Okay. Getting in and out of a car. You're twisting really quickly. Nobody does anything slow, so you twist in and out of your car all the time. Wow, that's so true. Yeah. <laughs> so what ends up happening yeah. is you are torquing okay. your lower body. Okay. To give you a quick anatomy lesson, the largest muscles of the body are where? Okay. In your legs. Yeah, they are. In legs, your quadriceps, yeah. mm -hmm. your hamstrings, your glutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what ends up happening Those are butt is muscles, just so you I know. didn't really yes. I, Yeah, I never really thought about that, that the biggest muscles are there in that in that centralized location. Oh sure. Yeah. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. So what ends up happening is when you're moving doing stuff, you create force, pressure. Sure. If that pressure isn't released like the pressure cooker we spoke about earlier, where anyone who's cooked with a pressure cooker will tell you if you don't release the pressure after you've cooked in speedy time, mm -hmm. you're gonna be eating dinner off the ceiling. Yeah. Because all that pressure is built up. So what happens is all that force of moving, of doing everything, has to be released. Okay. I'm going to switch gears for a second. Anyone who's played basketball, in the olden days, you played in low tops. There were no such thing as high tops. That's oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what ended up happening was when they started playing, the number one injury were rolled ankles. Right, yeah ankle sprains. So what ended up happening was somebody came up with an ingenious idea. Mm -hmm. let's, let's create. Gentlemen, you got it. High top, yeah. Brilliant. Old Chuck Taylors. Mm -hmm. So what ends up happening is now you wear high tops, mm -hmm. but you didn't get rid of the force Okay. that would injure the ankles. What happens is it moves to the next joint. Oh, oh okay. 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 What's okay. the number one injury? Knee. Your knee. knee. Yep, knee immediately. Yep. Same thing with the body. Okay, okay. If the pressure created by the legs, the motion, everything is not released, it goes to the next joint. Guess the what? Doc's in his bag, isn't he? He's in Doc's his, in his bag. bag. Right He's doing good. He's doing. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. I mean, it's really infor informative. Yeah. So, yeah. what's the next joint from your knee? Would from be your sac? No, no. From your sacroiliac. Let's go back to the lower okay. back. It's your lumbosacral junction, the lower back. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. So you have these huge muscles that are creating force mm -hmm. on the lower back. Yeah. Of course you're going to have lower back pain. Sure, sure. The question is, is it true lower back pain or is it a result of the sacroiliac being locked up? Oh, uh, okay, okay. Make sense? Yeah. So how, how, do, how would somebody know? You don't. Okay. I mean, tr okay. truthfully, that's, that's fair. You, Respect you, that. You don't. Okay. You, you need to be evaluated by a physician. Sure, you need sure. to be. Uh, but at the end of the day, what mm -hmm. we do know is this. If you've ever seen a woman that has a hippie walk. Yeah. That hippie walk is an exaggeration of the sacroiliac opening, closing, opening, closing. Because think about it. In order to take a step, mm -hmm. you have to be able to stand upright. Mm -hmm. So take, for example, you weighing 200 pounds. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Doc. I appreciate that. Yeah, I only weigh 200 pounds, guys. You hear from the doc right there. Thank you. I appreciate that, doc. You're welcome. Put an extra 90 on that. We'll be okay. <laughs> 
So what should happen is each leg should support 100 pounds of weight. Yeah. And you did something. You told me you had a method to, to verify this, which is cool. Right. So what mm-hmm. we've started doing in the clinic is we'll have you stand on two scales and we'll okay. measure the difference. Okay. What we found is when you stand on two scales within three to four pounds, mm-hmm. that's pretty average, normal, because you're going to have a dominant side. You're going to have things that, that right are Right-handed, left-handed sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. You're a police officer. You wear your gun on your right side. You're going to lean your right. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. When you start going to 10 pounds or higher, mm. now what happens is you're mm. putting more force on one side versus the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now think about it. 10 pounds, 15, 20 pounds more on one leg. What do you think that's going to do to all the joints? The oh, ankle, it the so, knee, oh, yeah. the hip. Right, right, right. And what I have discovered over the years that a lot of patients come in and mm. they don't even know they're imbalanced. They all think they're balanced. Mm. So back to where you're standing and, and 100 pounds a piece. So you're 100 pounds on each leg. What ends up happening is in order to take a step, you have to balance 200 pounds of weight on one leg, Uh. keeping your eyes parallel to the horizon without basically falling. So if you're on your right leg, if you can picture this, and you're lifting your left leg, what ends up happening is the left leg's off the floor. You should theoretically lean and fall to the right, uh, excuse me, to the left side. I'm getting confused left right, and right. because that's the leg that's up. So that's, that's your right. counterbalance. But you don't. And the reason you don't is because the right sacroiliac locks up and doesn't allow your body to, to pivot, lead, to pivot uh. over and rotate. Okay. Then what happens is you put your left leg down. Moving forward, and now the left locks, and the right leg comes up and opens the sacroiliac. Okay. So imagine this is going on, and it's alternating. Which is where you would see the hippie walk. The hippie walk. The hippie hippie walk. Not the long-haired hippies. (laughs) Exactly. So now, what ends up happening is, your sacroiliac locks up. Okay. It won't open. So let's go back to you're on the right leg. Yeah. You want to lift up your left leg. What ends up happening is your left sacroiliac is locked up. Now what happens is it won't. So what you have to do is you develop a limp. You lean to your right side because it's the only way to get that left leg to, to lift move. up. Uh, okay. This is all part of the issue. And thereby what ends up happening is it puts all the stress on the lower back. On, and on that side, on top of the weight that it's already carrying extra because you're leaning, then when you lift that foot up, then it's double. Yeah, then you're putting all the weight on it. Correct, but I'm going to throw a, a, a curveball. Okay. So the left SI is locked up, and we figured out that now you're putting more weight on the right side. Let's say 20 pounds. Okay. When you come to me, which leg do you think is the problem? I mean, generally thinking... Basically, you were saying the left leg was locked up. You would assume it would be the left leg that would be the one that needs released. Bingo. Okay. You're going to come to me and you're going to complain of right pain. Because that's the one taking all the weight right now. There you go. But that may not be the one that's actually stuck. Okay. And my right side was the one that was hurting when you came in, and my left one was the one that you said was more locked up. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. So that's where you need to evaluate and determine, is it specifically that? 
which lends itself then to the hip, the right hip, the right knee, the right ankle, plantar fasciitis, you name it, anything down that leg yeah. could be a result. So there's a number of different things it could be. Man, it's... Yeah, it's so crazy when you started talking about this, and um, you know, I want to ask you a little bit more about how you figured out how that how how to use that method and things like that. But I had another question for you because you said something the other day that was really intriguing to me, and um, I kind of mentioned it on the YouTube video, and you had talked about how you have some athletes that you were kind of working with and doing some studies with, and one of the things that you specifically mentioned to me that you noticed. Uh, a significant increase in whether this person had back pain or not. We can take that away from this. Correct. And uh, you said that they increased their vertical by six inches. Is so we've been running a couple of tests. Yeah. And one of the things we did is, um, bro, if I could have increased my vertical by six inches, bro, are you kidding me right now? Imagine combine, bro. I mean, you're talking millions of dollars. Yeah, I already dunked a ball at, as a sophomore in high school, bro. If I had six more inches in that jump. So let's take a step back. To the two scale. Yeah. And imagine you're a basketball player and you lay the ball up yeah. quite a bit. My left foot is my launch foot normally. Both right. long jump, high jump, track, the whole shebang. So imagine when we do that, your left leg is carrying 20 pounds more okay. than the right leg. Okay. So it's been worked harder. It's more tired. So when you're getting ready to push off, it has 20 pounds more of your weight immediately on before it generates the force to, to push you up. Okay. So what we did was with young athletes, we had an eight-foot ceiling. The athlete was five-foot-six. And we, did, uh, we set up sort of a uh, control where we had him bend down, standing vertical jump, set up the positions, and he was five-six, and we wanted him to touch an eight-foot ceiling. Yeah, he's shorter than me for the record. So what ended up happening was the first time he jumped, he was about five, six inches short. We did a backseat treatment. He actually pushed off of his right leg. So we did the backseat just strictly one leg. We didn't do both, which is typical of a backseat treatment. We did a treatment on the right leg. And what ended up happening was after the backseat treatment, doing everything exactly the same, he jumped above the ceiling tile. Okay. Like put his hand through the through drop the ceiling. ceiling time. Okay. He gained six inches in the vertical. Whoa. So what it basically did was he he was happier. I mean, we're talking about an 18-year-old kid that plays competitive soccer. He was happier see, than anything. See, my mind, when you started talking about what that could do for athletes, um, you, you gave it to me in the jump perspective, right? Which which for me translates really well because Played basketball, played football, ran track, played baseball, and jumping is a big part of almost all of that. But, you know, it makes me wonder, like, how much more, you know, um, it makes me wonder how many other athletes that are really premier Division One athletes or even professional athletes have people in their corner like you that have figured some of this stuff out. I mean, look at LeBron James. Right. The dude is almost 40 years old. He's been playing in the league since he was 18. He, at a very high level, he spends, what, over a million dollars a year on his body? And if they had somebody like you that, that had this kind of science that, that started figuring this stuff out, I could make you a better athlete without all this other nonsense just by simply the right stretching, reflexology. Balancing you. Balancing, yeah. I mean, I, here's the biggest thing. Has anybody out there ever had 
themselves weighed on two scales. No, I've never even no. I'll bet. And the thing is, it's something so simple. Maybe if the scale was wouldn't wouldn't hold the amount of weight that you needed to 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 do, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you split it between two scales. Yeah, but, but yeah, then, but the, but once again, you're not standing in the middle of two scales, checking the back. I, I mean that that's the thing, and it's something so simple when you think about it. You have two legs yeah. on your way to standing on those two legs, using physics. Each leg should carry half the weight if you're balanced. If, yeah. If it doesn't, then you're not balanced, and it's simple. You know, you got to figure out how do I fix it. Yeah. It's yeah. It's 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 a simple it's a simple math problem really when you think about it, right? right. Like you know. There's a problem, A equals B, and, you know, you fix the problem by C, you know. So that's really interesting to see what else you can figure out where you can help people, right? Because, like, as a track athlete, I had to start in blocks a lot, and I had friends that were hurdlers. If I if we were able to release those SI joints the way that, that you're talking about and be able to... Oh, uh, there's no doubt. You know what I mean? You Your performance would have definitely gone up legally. Yeah. Allow me to clarify. Yeah, I, so that's funny that you say legally too because I, I didn't even drink caffeine in college when I was a track athlete because I was so afraid that I would win an event and get tested immediately after and caffeine would show up in pee tests. And if you get too much caffeine, you could get disqualified because it's a stimulant. Oh, wow. It, okay. It, it stimulates your fast twitch muscles. It can, ca- like, there's a lot of things that caffeine can do for you. So you'll hear a lot of athletes, like LeBron James will drink coffee before a game. But is it is it considered illegal? No. But it can. It, it, in college sports, though, I was afraid that it would get me in trouble. I don't know if it would or not. To my knowledge, it's not. But I was always afraid of that. Well, no, it, it completely but makes nobody sense. nobody ever talked to me about my body outside of nutrition and weightlifting well, and stretching. Well, I'll give you a better one. Even stretching. I mean, let's be realistic. I've been involved in, in youth sports for the better part of a number of years. I yeah. had kids who played soccer. They do not push these athletes taking care of their body. I mean, I, I remember watching the kids on the sideline stretching and doing things. and what, I mean, they'd spend more time catching up and and. and than actually stretching. Then they wonder why these kids, after a while, go out there and end up getting injured. Yeah. Getting these little knickknack injuries. Okay. Man, that's so interesting. So Brad stepped away to help a customer. We were just talking about how um, he recently is working with an athlete in his office who's 18 years old, and um, they did the backseat treatment on his right leg, which is his launch leg, uh-huh. and he was able to um, gain six inches on his vertical just by releasing one SI joint. I'm telling you guys what, in as a as a former football coach and as somebody who's worked in athletics most of his life outside of the cigar industry in particular, um, anything that enhances and or helps recovery and lessens pain and really does enhance athletic performance, everybody wants to know about it. Everybody wants to know about it. Most guys, m- most serious athletes take this stuff serious. Guys who are just in it for the fun and they really don't care about it too much and they're not really competitors, they're not going to care about this. Right. But most people, as you get older, here's the reality. As you get older, you have to care about it. Like, it's it's something I never thought about in my 30s and 40s. I, ne- I never thought that I need to take care of this kind of stuff. I'm just going to live forever and, and in no pain. Well, and, and like he was saying, you're are, there's not coaches telling kids this stuff right now. There's no. not people teaching these young kids, like, really what's important about taking care of their body. 
Yeah, there's there there's not a lot of incentive either to do that. That's particularly, true. Particularly in junior high and high school. When you get to college, there is there's there's well, NCAA you, rules yeah. and things like that that you have to do. Uh, but even then, they usually leave it up to the primary care physician who <laughs> is 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 at a loss when it comes to dealing with a D1 athlete or something like that. I mean, they're 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 dealing with trainers and everything else like that. So as a D1 athlete, a lot of times you're stuck between your trainer, your primary care physician, and then maybe a specialist. At the same time, and so, and then those people don't necessarily have the same opinion on what can really help you if you do have a back issue or if you do have something. They're kind of like, uh, and most, it's really fascinating, particularly like the the example with my knee and how my knee is not getting surgery now. It's very rare to find a physician that will go ahead and agree with you on that and say you don't need surgery. I think you're doing great and you're recovering very well. You're losing weight. You're doing all these things. Uh, let's postpone that until such time that you might need it. Maybe you never will, and everything goes great. But it's very rare to find that because most of the time guys are like, let's let's do something real quick. Let's fuse it. Let's do something, all these different things, uh, versus what are some what are some other options? And most people never heard of anything like you have right. with the Baxi, you know? So it, did he already talk about the, the Baxi, the product and everything? A little does? bit. I was actually going to, um, after we got done talking a little bit about, like, uh, what he was doing now and kind of – Kind of the things that this does more than just relieve back pain, right? Like yeah, the fact that a, an athlete could use this and potentially um, free up his SI joint and his legs enough to give him a, a, a performance boost in his in his discipline, like that's a big deal. Like mm-hmm. I'm, you, I'm almost wondering, like I can't wait to use it. Bef- like I want I want to go onto a golf course and I want to play like three or four holes before using that. And then I want to take it out of my golf bag because it is small enough to carry in your golf bag. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. And right. I want to use it and then play three more holes. And I want to see how different my swing and my golf game is in comparison after doing that. Like, that's something that I personally am going to be doing in the near future. So one of the things I want you to do, if, if you can, Doc, pull the, pull it out. Show Because I'm going to get a little video of this as you explain what, what it is and how you developed it so that... And you can use Justin on here, too. So I want to get the video on here so I can see that. And you guys can go to our, any of our social media, Best Cigar Reviews. Go to Brad Reith on Facebook. You can also go to um, Zeal Cigars on Facebook. Uh, our YouTube channel is going to have a short of this and everything like that. But I, I, want, I, want, I want the doc to explain a little bit of what he developed and why it works the way it does and, and explain it on Justin. But, but go ahead, doc, and, and talk into the mic and then explain. I'm going to be videoing, but go ahead. Okay. So, Show me the product real quick. Show me the product so I can, so I can see it and... I can do all the fun things that I that I do with my uh, yeah and videos. If, and if you guys want to get a better view of it too, we also did uh, we did a video recording on Best Cigar Review yeah. as well. Go ahead. All right. So basically, what happened is twenty years ago, I developed a technique where literally by accident, I was working on a patient and I found out that this part of their body was locked up, and I was like, "Well, how do I unlock it?" Mm-hmm. So what ended up happening was I thought and thought and thought and then I figured the best way to do it is to use their body weight on top of my hand Mm -hmm. so I had them lie down on my hand Mm -hmm. and what I do is for me it comes easy but for for an average person what you got to do is you start with your hands on your hips Mm -hmm. and then rolling backwards sliding backwards what will end up happening is as you slide backwards from your waist Mm -hmm. you'll find these two bumps Mm -hmm. One on the right, one on the left. Mm-hmm. These are basically the PSIS. Okay. You don't need to know the name. It's, it's just a point. Mm-hmm. If you keep rolling f- towards the spine, what will end up happening is you'll find a recess. It's 
about mm-hmm. two to four inches deep, mm-hmm. heading from head to foot. Okay. That's your sacroiliac. Okay. Basically, what happens is the head of the sacroiliac fits along that joint. Okay. And what happens is then there are four positions. Mm-hmm. The first position, you lay straight out, legs out. Mm-hmm. Position two is both knees bent. Mm-hmm. Position three is whichever side you're working with the back see on, mm-hmm. you bring that knee towards the chest. Mm-hmm. And then position four is after you have it hold it to the chest, you slowly let it roll out. Okay. First three positions push the back seat, which is made of silicone, mm-hmm. into the sacroiliac. Mm-hmm. The fourth one, that rolling out, causes the head to just gently pull open the sacroiliac joint itself and stretch all the ligaments that wow. are over the sacroiliac. Okay, okay. Can I see that? This, this, is, the, this, is, this is the prototype or is the, the this that's is the real, real one? That's no, no, this is the real, is the real deal. deal. That's the, the same thing I have at home, yeah. It's actually soft. It's not. It's, it's not he's as hard, got yeah. two. Yeah. So yeah. It, so the device comes with two heads. Okay. Okay. So that. Okay. So so this is the soft one is the green head. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a little firmer. Yeah. This is a little firmer. I personally. Uh huh. And I do the back say every day. I uh-huh. use the blue head, the firmer head. I use yeah. the firmer one typically yeah. too. Okay. Okay. It just depends. Comfort level, pain level. I mean, everybody's different. Yeah. Oh now, yeah. I, I will be honest about a couple things, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. when, when Dari first used his hand on my back, I was very sore for the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be really honest. I, yeah. want, I want that to be out there. Um, when he popped both of those SIs out, I was extremely sore for probably about two days in that area. And when I used the Baxi, I'll be honest, I might have been a little bit more sore than when I used <laughs> your hand. Yeah. So, so here's the key. You're working on ligaments right right you're right. working on fascia you're working on the body and there's not a lot of meat in that area sure, no sure, there sure. Ain't. <laughs> so what ends sure. up happening is when you take an impact to a meaty area yeah you get a bruising soreness but it right. takes the brunt of the impact it does in this part the objective has no side in order to achieve the objective there's no soft tissue to take the brunt no so the body's taking all the abuse Okay. All right. So what ends up happening is you're going to be sore for two days. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you yep, want to help yourself, two. ice it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ice it. Ten yeah. minutes after you're done with the back seal, all you have to do is ice the area for ten minutes on, thirty minutes off. Do you think that people are more apt to, like, for example, this is this is going to be just an absolute tell-all for what you think and what I think? This is going to be great. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I hate rolling my muscles. Oh, you mean like on a foam roller or like the the bar? Okay, hate it with a passion. I hate it, but it's awesome. It works. (laughs) It's amazing. I knew the butt was coming, and I I, and and as a result of that, I got a I got a a a muscle gun. Uh, Oh, the the massage gun, gun. yeah, dude. Dude, I am telling you, it is the most pain I'm in every evening. Every evening, on my calves, on my quads, on my shoulders, on everything, even my face. And at certain parts, I'm just like, oh, this hurts so bad. But it works. And that was a, a buddy of mine as a doc said, if you can't do the foam rolling pad, at least get a, get a muscle gun. And I was like, really? It's that big. He's like, that's going to hurt you worse than a foam would. And I'm like, nah, I want it worse. And it's a ton worse. And he, and he said this, and I really, I think this is, I think it's where you're heading, doc. Let me make sure I'm sure. Um, through pain, through that pain really does come recovery and absolute building on a foundation of doing it right, you know, so that you're actually like, 
And I never would have thought, like, again, in my teens, 20s, 30s, early 40s, never would have thought this. No big deal. Not at all. And now it's stuff I do every single day. Not, not only the supplements I take and everything else I do and everything, the ways I eat and everything else like that, all that's changed. But the things that you're suggesting to do for athletes and for people in general really do change your whole mindset, body, everything else. And it, and it becomes an overall mood shifter. It really does. So you're like, when you're not in pain, you can really enjoy life a little bit more. A lot more. You really can. Yeah, yeah, you really can. So, I mean, you, I mean, JB has seen it from just on my knee where it's, you know, it, it, as simple as not having knee pain and be able to walk straight without what Dave calls the penguin walk, you know, <laughs> he says, you're not walking like a penguin anymore, Dave. you know, and I'm Dave's like, not oh. here, man. I know. Right. So it, for me, I, I think it's a, it's a, it's, it's a well, well-deserved product to be brought to market and to tell people about in particular. The important part to remember is there's different types of pain. Right. Right. And as a, you know, an average person doesn't distinguish between pain. Like, for example, when I'm evaluating a patient when they come in, I ask them to describe the pain. Mm -hmm. For example, burning, mm. sharp, mm. stabbing. Mm. And the reason is because each one of those takes me on a different journey in helping them to get better. Right, right. Because, for example, like a, a, an electrical pain mm -hmm. tends yeah. to be more nerves. Yeah, yeah. An aching pain tends to be more joints. Mm -hmm. A, a throbbing pain tends to be more muscular. So what ends up happening is, and it's the same thing with this. How many people have said getting a deep tissue massage? That's a good pain. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Have you ever got a deep tissue before? Oh, bro. Dude, I had a, I'll had. i never forget. I, there was it's a, awful. I, yeah. It's brutal. It yeah. is. What are you going to say, JB? Uh, we, had a, we had a trainer named Stacy. Uh-huh. And I had, um, I had a quad problem for a really oh. long time in track. And, uh... God. I was I was actually running at uh, like conference meets and um, trying to get better times for nationals on a on a quad that was so it was like somebody was stabbing my quad it was so tight it was like a knot and Stacy would actually take her elbow and just like pound the top of her fist and pound her elbow into my quad and just like it it was the worst pain ever but she fixed it you know. So I'm going to tell you a story. Separate to the back, this is Darry, the physical therapist. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I told you I was involved with youth sports. Right, right. I was always there, worked with a number of the soccer clubs in town, and what mm -hmm. ended up happening was a lot of the kids, and they still come to me. Oh, that's cool. Because it's at the high-level competitive, they don't want to miss games. Because right. they know, uh, you know there may be scouts there, things sure. may be happening. Sure. So I get phone calls from their parents, uh -huh. and they know that I'm gonna fix their kids in about two visits to be able to play, but the pain that's involved in it, <laughs> right. I cannot begin to tell you. Yeah. Brutal. I've, I've got actually a patient tomorrow afternoon mm -hmm. who's coming to me, his dad got my name from somebody else. Mm -hmm. And and I the first thing I said to the dad, I said, did, did this other person who introduced him, did she explain to you <laughs> the kind of physical therapy I do? And yeah. he goes, she absolutely did. And my kid wants to be back because they're traveling to, I don't remember, somewhere on the East Coast because they've got a major competition. That's the reason I'm calling you. I said, well, if that's the case, then I don't have a problem. I'll be treating you tomorrow <laughs> afternoon. Okay. That's crazy. So I, it, it, there's, there is a um, – I, I think as you get into sports more and more and you recognize, you know, that – and we're recognizing – I mean, 
sports performance now compared to when I was when I was in high school was a complete different we, game. We were just talking we so what you were more. going about LeBron James. Oh, what's like th- so think about it, right? The dude spends a million dollars a year on his body at least. Think uh, if he yeah. had somebody like Dari in his corner that had this knowledge of know-how of like Michael Jordan for example, right? I think right. we talked about this a little bit the other day. A lot of people don't know this. Michael Jordan always stuck his tongue out. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, when he ever he saw that. You know what's crazy about that? No. Sticking your tongue out and dropping your jaw like that releases every single joint in your back and can actually... So if I stuck my tongue out, I could probably get a couple extra inches off of a vertical jump just by sticking my tongue out. They made a mouthpiece for football players about five or six years ago, I want to say, maybe longer. Mm -hmm. And the way the mouthpiece was positioned when you bit down on it, it moved your jaw a certain way to release this pressure that went all the way up your jaw, all the way down your neck and released your back and made them... I think it was like five to ten percent more flexible. So what I'm to add to yeah, what, yeah, yeah, please. what you're saying is, imagine you're clenching your teeth. You're under the stress of a game. You're getting ready to go up to for a layup, and sure. you're tense. Right. When you're tense, what happens to your muscles? They constrict. Yeah, they every, tighten up. Yeah, you can't loose. Yeah, not loose at all. Yeah. So what Michael Jordan used to do was somebody must have taught him, or or it was just naturally weird. Right, right. Yeah. By releasing your tongue, you can't tense up. Right. You That's can't. crazy. It's almost impossible. So what ended up happening was he figured out that he was much more relaxed going in for the layup than he was when his tongue wasn't out. He's probably a lot more relaxed from smoking that cigar before the game, That's too. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine w- trying to guard somebody <clears throat> with cigar breath? Uh, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a hard one. I mean, <laughs> not only that, but I, I'll say that I just want to I want to tell everyone that's going to judge me in the gym from now on with my tongue out. I'm squatting <laughs> or anything else like that. I'm, I'm just trying to stay loose, man. I'm trying, to, <laughs> trying to stay loose. Um, but it, it's but you're right. I mean, that's that's something that a lot of people don't understand. And don't know. You know what people forget when we're kids, we're ta- taught all kinds of nursery rhymes. Mm-hmm. How many people remember? The, the ankle joints connected to the knee joints. Yeah, the, the knee bones, bones connected. connected. <laughs> right, 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 whatever. So yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. That's the truth, and that's what people forget to realize mm. on a daily basis. Right, right. Because you have a pain here mm-hmm. in your elbow doesn't mean it cannot affect and cause you pain in the neck. True, yeah. Or doesn't mean – I have a, a story that I tell most of my patients. Mm-hmm. I, sh- I tell them that – I'll show you how an ingrowing toenail <laughs> can give you migraines. Oh, I, I don't, I don't believe. I, I mean, I absolutely believe that. I don't doubt it at all. And the reason is because if you have an ingrowing toenail, it hurts like hell. Yeah. So what ends up happening is you're not walking properly. Mm. You're not walking properly. You're leaning. You're shifting. Mm. Now what happens is your body keeps modifying itself, shifting right, shifting left. Now your eyes. In order to survive, I don't know how many of you know this, but have to remain parallel to the horizon to track. In huh. order to survive, it, it's fight or flight. It's, it's hunting or everything. Everything has to remain parallel dude, to the horizon. Do- Even when you fly a plane, bad, dude, yeah. you're parallel to the horizon. Yeah, you have to 100%, be. Yeah. So what ends up happening is everything happens. The brain shifts in order to do that. That's why you see people with severe hunchbacks or severe deformities and you mm-hmm. see their neck and it's tilted completely the opposite way because that's what the body does. Mm. So now think about it. Your body's all out of whack mm-hmm. because you've got an ingrowing toenail. That's crazy. That's what people forget to realize. Everything is connected. 
That's nuts. I, I know this in the sense that, like, we, we just so – my, so my wife recently – I just got these new – have you heard these hokas? I've heard these shoes. It's like walk on marshmallows. Um, so my wife was doing some research. She's a big hiker. She hikes every mountain here in Phoenix. She does it multiple times a week. It's crazy. Um, maybe one day I'll do it with her again. I hate hiking. I think hiking is the most – you guys like hiking? That's great. I like camping, I like sitting around a fire, smoking cigars, and drinking bourbon with my, boat, my buddies. And like I'm there with you. I like off-roading and shooting, but I don't like hiking. See, I do all those at the same time. Yeah, you probably would. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just throw out my 40-pound backpack and disappear with my tent, dude. Right, right. right. Hasta luego. But, but here, here's the thing is that, you know, she was, she was doing some research on shoes and everything. She was we got to get you a different type of shoe because the shoe that you have now probably isn't good for your knee. And I thought, my shoe really affects my knee. And she goes, oh, she, yeah. She goes, she goes, just check. She says, trust me. So I, I'm always skeptical of everything. And so I'm like, oh, I don't know. But that, that, that sounds like a little bit of a you know conspiracy theory. Here I am, the biggest conspiracy theory in the world. I love conspiracy theories. And I'm telling her she's got a conspiracy theory. <laughs> and she's, she's, like, she's like, just try this. So she gets them first. She's like, I'm telling you what, these are the best shoes I've ever had. And I checked out with the doctor. Doc, doc told me and everything else like that. You should try these. So I went and got them as, as well. And I just posted just roughly on social media something like, hey, I got these new Hoka shoes. My wife thinks they're great, and I'm going to prove her wrong in, like, you know, two days or something like that. Dude, day one hurt. I told day you they were going to hurt, hurt yeah, didn't I? Day one hurt. And I was like, I don't think it's going to work. It's because they're fixing a lot of the issues right, from your, right. your worn-out shoes. Day two in the gym? Day two in the gym? I was like, what? So day one, I'm just walking around. I didn't even go to the gym in them. Day two, I'm like, okay, all right. I'm walking straighter. I'm walking lighter. I have a little more pep in the step. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of crazy. This is nuts. So so with with all that said, like, you're 100% right, Doc, when you say that, you know, one little thing can affect everything else that you're having, especially, like, in the recovery thing. Like, you're – when. Working out's important, but it's like when you're done working out and your everyday stuff, because we all still work, we all still like move throughout the day. We're all doing things throughout the day. And if you can't just simply walk right, you know, and you're, and you're, you're favoring something, it'll, it'll affect everything else. Forget just walking. How many people sit at a desk job yeah. and oh. sit in a chair on a computer for yeah. hours on end and oh, then yeah. wonder why yeah. their back hurts, everything hurts? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. We have muscle it, memory. We have something called muscle memory. Your your muscle will adapt itself to well, be at the optimal length that you require of it. So if you're sitting at a desk all day, what do you think you're teaching your muscle? What, what was it you told me? Somebody told me every hour to stand up and stretch. That was me. Was you, every morning. And I, so, I, so I did that uh, for three days straight, and it was just glorious. But it was sore. I was of the first. I mean, you're, your you're body's sore, not used yeah. to it. And that's primarily what we do. We, we both kind of have desk jobs. Justin walks a lot more than I do, but I'm walking front and back and all these things now. Um, but it was really interesting after doing that and going, okay, so if you are sitting down for extended periods of time, let's say more than an hour or something like that, make sure you do stand up. Make sure you do stretch out, bend over, everything else like that. Stretch out all your limbs and everything else like that, and you'd be surprised. You think you're warming up for a basketball game, <laughs> but you feel so much better and, like, your heart rate levels out, everything else. I mean, it's it's your like your stress level goes down. And I smoke cigars all day, which and is also like what low, lowers blood pressure, probably in some way, shape, form. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So, well, Doc, it's, Doc said it was okay. Are you right here? It's <laughs> it's crazy about the shoe thing, right? Like there there's actually shoes that are both banned in track and in basketball because of the way that they support your feet and improve your performance, right? Oh, so wow. like what they already said earlier, right? We're not meant to walk on concrete. Right. We're not right. even meant to wear shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. really think about it, right? Yeah. What would be the let me ask you this story. What what would be the what would be the uh the best way for someone to walk around all day? Is that on grass? 
and on ground in bare feet? There really isn't a perfect terrain. Basically, okay. what happens is you train your feet. I mean, okay. your feet have muscles. They're yes, muscle muscles memory, inside. like you were saying. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening is if you think of, of certain countries without becoming biased or cre- offending sure, sure. anybody. Sure, sure, sure. But where they walk around in bare feet and you look at the terrain and you think of yourself, there's no way you would ever. Yeah. I mean, in you'd, the jungle? Prob- you'd probably, no right, you'd probably take a step. Step on a pebble and you'd yeah. be like, hell, I'm oh, doing this. Serious. I'm not moving around, jumping around. Meanwhile, they're they're running 20 miles a day in <laughs> order rocks. to get dinner. Yeah. <laughs> or water, yeah. Well, yeah. if people that move to Phoenix, right? Oh, yeah. I could probably walk around Phoenix without sunglasses on. You come visit me oh, from Ohio? Yeah, yeah absolutely. There's no way you can oh, walk yeah. out of a building without sunglasses right. on. You uh-huh. just can't. For the same reason, when you go back to Ohio and it's 32 <laughs> degrees, you're freezing. You're thinking yeah, it's the so Arctic. True. You're thinking it it's is, the man. Arctic. When we go back there on vacation, it's horrible. Yeah, you go there, and it's it's so cold, and you're like, "What is going on?" And it's for them like at 40. What our joke is, it, it, you know, water, water freezes. freezes at 60 degrees here. That's our, right. that's our joke because we're in like you know like hoodies and jeans at that point if not, if not like a coat you know i sit outside every night uh-huh. in order to smoke we yeah. we had this discussion earlier right. it'll be 110 degrees and i've still i've uh. still got my long sleeve shirt on <laughs> i'm not, and people look at me and go aren't you sweating yeah. see i i'm i'm out there without a shirt on and i got burn marks on my stomach from where the ash falls <laughs> off and burns me <laughs> I'm not joking, bro. That's I got great. him. That's great. <laughs> Two. I, I think that that's a good point because you're right. Your body does get used to something so easy. And then when it changes, you always go through a sore pattern. You know, like I'm going to be sore if I change this. If I'm going to do this, it's going to be sore. And, and nothing comes without like no, no growing no, pains. Yeah, nothing, nothing. No growth comes without pain. We all know that and okay. everything. Simple solution. Let me ask you guys. Mm-hmm. You guys go to the gym, right? Yep. When you took a summer off. And in the fall, you had to get back in the gym. Yes. The first time you did that, after you started lifting again and whatever, tell me how sore you felt for the first week to 10 days. Oh, you got a whole week of recovery before you get the so, second day in. <laughs> so, I, so I was giving the okay. Was when, when, when did I get the doc? Was that four weeks ago now? Probably about a month ago. About a month ago. So I, I wasn't going to the gym regularly in a year. Beginning so took, of this month or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. For, for a whole year. And I say I, I went a few times just to try to make sure I could – still do some stuff and I couldn't. And when the doc gave me the okay to go back, he said, just be careful on the legs. Just do the bikes and the legs. Don't do anything crazy. You need to build up the muscle again. And you need three months of that. You don't need like when you're going to feel good and you want to go deadlift, don't do it. Just continue to go nice and easy. If you want to do some machines with no weight, maybe do that, but don't do anything crazy. And the first time on my back, my upper body's fine. So I went back and did my upper body. And that, that day I came home, my wife said, uh, do you want to go out? And uh, it was Fleming Steakhouse where we were going to go. And I said, no. And she's like, why? I'm like, I don't think I can move at this point from the couch, laying on the couch, getting up. Everything in my upper body hurt. And as and I'm three weeks in now, three, three or four weeks in. Yeah. And now, just now, I'm starting to get over the hump of soreness. But even then, I'm still feeling that. And my son said to me, this is really crazy. So my son's a uh, my son's a ripped athlete. Just they call him stairmaster at the gym. He does he does forty minutes of of the stairs at the gym at the highest level you can go for forty minutes straight. He doesn't stop. It's crazy. Oh, he's it's just he's raised no body fat. It's crazy. He's ripped and everything else. And so when I go there, I talk to guys and so on and so forth. My son the other day, I took my shirt off, and he goes, Dad, 
Dad, I see a little bit of the old, uh, the old def- def- definition coming back. So I took, I took my ch- shirt off and I flexed up top like this. I said, "This is what I did in a month. Imagine what I'm going to look like in a year, boy." And he goes, and he goes, "Oh, I see you, Dad. I see you." But there's that. I say that because there is when you get through the pain, and you start fe- feeling the results, you start seeing the results, you start feeling it. You're you're then motivated to continue on. So like going pushing through the pain on something like this that you're talking about yeah. is so necessary for just your own personal growth and development in the future. And it affects everything else. You're more energetic and everything else like that, like you're saying. So Justin and I earlier talked about pain mm-hmm. and how important pain is because it's it's your body's voice telling you there's a problem. Yeah. And what ends up happening is in the in the last ten years. Uh, maybe 20 years, we've gone through a societal change where Mm. basically if you show pain, Mm. you're a buttercup. Oh, wow. And what ends up happening is we learn to not listen and block it out. On top of it, they prescribe pain medications that Mm. basically dumb down your pain. Preach, Doc, preach. So what ends up happening is instead of fixing problems, what we're doing is we're festering problems. We're, we're creating bigger Ooh. issues. Yeah. Because at some point, you're going to get to a problem that you can't fix. Right. And then what ends up happening? You get frustrated. Oh, yeah. You rely more on the prescription pills. Right. Mm-hmm. And then yep. wonder why we have such a fentanyl problem and, and opiates and everything else going on in the United States. I did not think opiates were a big deal inside to use them myself. I never used opiates before. Yeah, I was surprised when you told me that because yeah, you were really you were kind of afraid about this uh, having to do go through knee surgery. You were you were very <clears throat> vocal about that. Yeah, so I'm really happy about that. I don't have to. Um, so I had, I had knee surgery prior to this. I was in a car accident, real bad car accident. My knee slammed up against the dash and and severed my uh, ACL or meniscus and something like that in there. And they did ortho, ortho orthopedic or orthoscopic right. something like that. Um, and they they fixed it and he put me on some some prescription meds, uh, some, uh, I don't even know. Percocets? No, it wasn't Percocets. Oxys? Yes, it was Oxycontin. Oxycontin, Oxycontin. And uh, I loved it. It was the best feeling I ever had in my entire life. And I went through the bottle in a week versus two weeks. I went back to the doc, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I need another bottle. He's like, no, you don't. What, where, why is the bottle gone? I'm like, well, this was good, and I had pain, and so I took it. And he's like, that should last you two weeks, buddy. I'm not giving you another bottle. And for the first time in my life, I thought, man, I can't imagine, like, you know, and I, I don't know if I was addicted. I know I felt like I felt like crap coming off it. And all I, all I could use was um, Advil at that point. And I was like, man, that's only one week. I mean, I, how quickly somebody who never used, I never used opiates before, never had them before, had them. And then all of a sudden I'm like, man, this is really good. This is, this is incredible. It's a great feeling. You don't care about anything. You're not in pain and everything else like that. And how much that actually masked the problem. And the doc was telling me, you need to go, and now you're not going to have um, the painkiller when you go for therapy. Right. How does that feel for you? Oh. I'm like, well, no. Uh, can I get some? And he's like, no. <laughs> this is this is your own fault. You know, you didn't. You weren't supposed to take that many. And I was like, okay, that that's that's. And you got to respect that doc for that man, because there's a lot yeah. of other ones oh, that would absolutely. write a prescription and send you home with another bottle. Yeah, he had, he was a he was a he was a hockey player yeah. doc. He he, did, he worked with the uh, Coyotes. You he know, was like yeah, I'm sorry, I've seen too much of this. You're not going to get it. No, it was good. Yeah. You know, I had a I had a weird thought for you. And I'm, I'm wondering if, if you've explored this at all yet. And it's kind of a weird thought. I wonder, because of the location of your SI joint and the back pain and where all that's located, I'm wondering if any of that plays into men's sexual health. 
Ooh, that's a good one. So here's what I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Get it, Doc. Get it. He's smiling. Let's go. When you have lower back pain, yeah, of course it affects. Now, 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 it affects you because you're hurting when you're trying to do that, or or in other ways. No, you can't. can't Think of the motion. You can't thrust. Okay. You can't thrust. Think of the motion. I'm just saying. No, he's exactly right. Thank you. You can't thrust. I'm just being honest about it, bro. Exactly right. You. No thrust. No thrust. Yeah, Yeah. That's a big part, I can imagine, yeah. So I can't tell you how many times patients come in in general. Yeah. And we have a discussion yeah. about modification. Yeah. Because the bottom line is if you have lower back pain, yeah. You, you, well, you're you not going to feel like it. Well, sure, first, yeah. first of all, that's the furthest thing from your mind. If right. you're married or you've got a girlfriend, I mean, that, that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> right, right. But, yeah, that's the furthest thing from your mind. I mean, it's a, it's a new- anybody who's had that kind of pain mm. – I can't even exp- – I, I, I mean, I am one of those, which is one of the reasons why I'm so into mm. using the backseat and everything yeah. else. I suffer from lower back pain from time to time because well, it's you tried, my job. You said you tried to teach somebody to do this on you, and they they couldn't they couldn't help you, right? Yes. Mm. So before the backseat, they were trying to use their hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening was I basically one of my right-hand guys uh, – Tried to do it, and I ended up. I'm not a petite guy. For those of you that are listening, yeah, you're yeah, you're a bigger guy. Yeah. So what ends up happening was I bruised his fingers. Now this, now this guy was a massage therapist. Now imagine being a massage therapist and not being able to use your hand for oh, a couple of wow. weeks. So I, I basically screwed him over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what ended up happening was I couldn't get any relief. I could. I w- and so I'm telling you that. The only thing I could do was literally, I couldn't even stand on my feet at that point in time because every time I put pressure on my feet, I would get an electrical shock. Oh, uh, wow. Th- some of you may understand out there, mm-hmm. an electrical shock from the bottom of my feet up into my spine. So I couldn't even put pressure on it. It wow. took three days of, of certain medications, steroids, whatever, to get back to, 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 get back to health. Mm-hmm. But back to your, uh, to, to the, your question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. If your back is locked up, your sacroiliac is locked up, and you cannot thrust, as as Brad explained. I'm telling you what, man. Well, I was even thinking like blood flow and like nerves and stuff. Forget blood flow. That's more to the front versus the rear. Well, that's why I was asking. I was just curious, you know. I wish we had this on video. This is great. I was was asking more so for the fact of not being able to move, but but movement is is more. No, it's more the thrusting action. Okay. I mean, if you think about the action itself, what ends up happening is the only possibility, and my my apologies for you out there in in the cigar world. Get it, Doc. Having to have a visual. But the only solution is for the guy to lay on his back. Mm Mm-hmm. And I leave yeah. the rest for the on the bed and the rest for the imagination. So I'm going to say this real quick. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I got to get in. I got to get, I, gotta get into, I think think God created sex and sex is beautiful in marriage. So let me say this real quick. First off, uh, I have had back pain and I have had to be intimate. And I will say that I don't know if anyone else is out there like me. Um, you will work through the pain no matter what it is. <laughs> so just say that. But second, there is a there there is pain involved with it and it's not as pleasurable because you're in pain you know you want to take care of that pain versus versus that and uh and and even when you let me just say this without painting too much of a visual even when you're <laughs> even when you're laying down 
you're still thrusting and there's still pressure. You know, so as a result of that, you're you're still going to have back pain. If you already have back pain, you're going, you know, forward and backwards and forward and backwards, and all of a sudden you're like, this is really hurting. Then your mind's taking off what you're enjoying, you know, and your God-given right as a married man, and all of a sudden you're like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do this, or, or you're or you're distracted. And then if you think about this as uh, just just think about when you get older in particular, that pain's hurting you. You're worried about performance and everything else like that. Then it'll, then everything goes. It goes really bad for, even for your partner, for your wife, and you're going, man, she's she's you're feeling insecure with her, and you've been with her for I mean, 28 years now. So, like that, what you're doing act, absolutely can. I mean, you're doing the Lord's work, that's for sure. And I think that that you know when you can encourage someone's sex life in marriage, I think it's very very important. If this does that, a hundred percent, gentlemen, it's worth checking out. If you have pain when you're intimate, I promise you, it's it's. <laughs> It's blue, like Viagra, uh, but uh, it, it doesn't actually work the same way. But I imagine that there has to be, if you do open blood flow, there has to be a benefit anyways. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. So we've been talking mostly about the athletes yeah. and the lower back. Mm-hmm. But even for the average person. Right, right. We're, we're talking about our weight and, mm-hmm. and, and me, you know. So what ends up happening is part of the reason, even if I don't have lower back pain, why I use the backseat is mm. because it makes my legs feel lighter. Justin, yeah. Justin alluded it to it earlier. And the reason is because if your legs feel lighter and you can move more freely, life is just easier. It is. Oh, you yeah. You take for granted. Mm. And that's what the backseat does more than anything else. Yes. That's don't get incredible. me wrong. It was, well, created, sure, sure. it was created for treating lower back and what sure. have you. But through trials and tribulations, what I've discovered is that it makes people feel more lively. Well, yeah, when you feel more lively, you're going to feel more intimate with your, your spouse. 100%. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's, exactly. Well, that's got, the benefit. Yeah. I had one other question I wanted to ask you, and uh, I've kind of been saving it to wrap it up. And uh, so what percentage of people that come through your office, whether it's for something else or for this, can can actually – be treated with with the Baxi, or you have found need treated with the Baxi. That's funny you ask that because I had a patient today. Yeah, an eighty eight year old lady who okay. came in today, who's a patient of mine, knee pain. Okay, she comes in and I'm looking at her and she's complaining of her knee. And I took a look at her and I said, you know, let me take a look, see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And what I'm noticing is she's putting all of her weight on the side. That she's complaining of the knee pain. Mm. Now, what does that tell you? The, the that we left talked side's about? locked up. Yeah, it's it's. There'll be a uneven. quiz at the very end. You're, un, you're uneven. You're <laughs> uneven. Yeah, it tells me yeah, the left side's locked up. So what happened was no, no, the exact opposite. Her left knee was the one that was hurt. Oh, okay. So the right side's locked up. Bingo. So what I did was I did a backseat treatment for her, mm-hmm. and she got up off the table and she's like, "Darry, that's why I always come to you." <laughs> that's great, dude. She had. Yeah no pain when we were done that's awesome so my question is there's no real percentage but theoretically you can look at everybody and see if they're balanced or imbalanced you want to find out if your potential for the backseat Mm -hmm. knock on your neighbor's door borrow their scale put two scales on the floor and weigh yourself if it's more than four pounds Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a potential that other things are affecting you. Mm. And if they find out they need a backseat, you got something special for them today. Correct. Tell them about this now. Tell them where they find you. Tell them everything they can. Yeah. All right. So today, 
uh, on www.baxi.com. Okay. We have a special for all you listeners out there. Mm -hmm. If you go in and put the promotional code ZEAL, capital Z, capital E, capital A, capital L, you'll get an immediate $10 discount. There we go, dude. There we go. Don't tell them we won't give you anything, guys. We always give you the truth. And we give you discount codes. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Though. That's it's, it's, I'll tell you what, guys. For anybody who's just the average everyday dude listening to this, smoke cigars and everything, I think you don't know it. I think you don't need it. Get it and then give it. To, and then and then have your friends use this as well. And you're going to see the benefit. If you're an athlete, it's an absolute yeah. must. Even if you're if an you athlete. Golf, yeah. If you, I'll say this. If bowler. you're an athlete. Yeah. From junior high. This is, I got to tell you. Yeah. So from junior high up and up through college. You know, I think it's absolute must to have in your gym bag. If you're a golfer, put it in your golf bag. Yep. You know, go, like you said, go. Yeah, it takes what? It probably takes what five minutes to do the whole treatment, if that. So it's three to five minutes per three, side. Three to five minutes per side. Yeah, in ten minutes you'll be done. How you many know? of you on the golf course beforehand is standing there with the golf club over the shoulders, yep. swinging back and forth, Leaning. trying to get the rotations, yep. everything? Well, and yep. you don't think like if you're a le- if you're a right-handed swinger, which is <laughs> if you're a right-handed golfer. <laughs> Uh, most of uh, I, he does this on the podcast. He does this on the videos all the time. And I literally have to edit everything out. I can't edit anything out. Jimmy's always always swinging with the. Uh, but but uh, when you're when you're when you're swinging your swing, yeah. when you follow through, every bit of that weight is now shifting from your right hip to your left hip and putting all that pressure on your left leg. Mm. So like it was no no wonder my freaking left leg was locked up. It's my jump leg. It's my leg that I. You know, swing off of when I play baseball, football. Uh, but let me ask you a different golf, question. Yeah, how many golfers actually stretch their lower extremities? Probably none of them. This rotational thing works on the waist up. How many of them? I've rarely seen. I don't think I've seen somebody one person sitting down stretching, stretching or doing leg swings. Up. Right, their pelvis, their 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 quads, their yeah. hamstrings, and that's probably the most important is your hip rotation. Well, hip rotation, but more than that, your thrust. Yeah, we're back well, to thrusting. Dang it, man! But but think about it because you go off your back leg and then onto rotate. your front. No, no, yeah. but you're rotating through and pushing off of your front leg. Yeah, you thrust off of that foot. Your pelvis needs to be able to move too. Nobody, yeah. <clears throat> nobody takes care of that. That's true, gentlemen. It's all about thrust. It's all about thrust. <laughs> www.baxi.com. That's B-A-X-S-I. Is that right? B-A-X-S-I. B-A-X-S-I dot com. Code Zeal will take ten dollars off the total product for you. You definitely want to get this, gentlemen. You absolutely will. It'll change your life and change your whole entire world. JB did yours. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, and I use yeah. it uh, probably three or four times a week at least. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime I wake up in the morning and I'm like my back hurts, mm-hmm. I just go lay down on the floor for a couple minutes, stretch it out, and carry about my business. Well, guys, we just want to thank so much, Doc, for, for coming on today. Thank you so My very pleasure. much. Derry, it's been an incredible talking with you and everything like that. We will have a link for this in the description of the web of, of the podcast, as well as on best <clears throat> if you want to actually see Derry and the, see the doc on uh, Best Cigar Reviews, we have a short little interview on Best Cigar Reviews on our YouTube channel, Best Cigar Reviews, um, that you can find that as well. And uh, you you have a local practice here in Phoenix, correct? I do. Okay, I, tell me where that is. Tell me where that is. It, it's called Advanced Medical Therapy. It's on 7th Street mm-hmm. between Greenway and Thunderbird okay. in Moon Valley. Okay, yeah. It's been around for 17 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Right down the street, literally from us, right down the street, which yeah. is great. It was great. So, wonderful place to come here. Uh, again, thank you so much, Doc, for coming out and everything. JB, final words? 
uh, I had something and uh, I kind of spaced on uh, what it was. And now I can't remember what it was, but it was something important. Can I just yeah, can okay. I just oh, throw something out there I was going to say, if anybody had any questions That's, in regards to yes. uh, Dari being a physical therapist, mm-hmm. if anybody out there has any questions about joint pain, shoulder pain, knee pain, back pain, hand pain, any kind of pain, and you want to ask Dari questions, send us an email at cutlightandsmokepodcast at gmail.com or comment on the video with Dari on YouTube, and we can compile a... Uh, you know, if we get enough questions where we can bring Dari back in to well, talk about He probably has an something. email. Do you have an email? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can email him too. What's your email? It's Dari, D-A-R-R-I-E, at advancedmedicaltherapy.com. There you there go, you guys. Go. That's, that's perfect. What's the phone number for your practice in case they need to get a hold of you? 602-439-3800. There it is, guys. You now have no excuse to not get in a hole, it's a be in pain. This is the guy you want to get to. This is the guy. Should I have another chance at pain or anything else like that? I'm going to the doc right away, smoking a cigar while I walk into the office. <laughs> I know he's going to be okay. With he's like, he's a cigar guy. Can't do anything about it. You know, so <laughs> I'm joking. Put your cigars out before you go into the office and, and see him. But but it's an absolute pleasure to have you guys on today. This is thank amazing. You, it you. really really is. JB, final questions? Anything? No, nah, man. I was just, I've, I've been excited to have him on, man. This has been uh, we've been working on this for about a month now. Uh, it changed my life, and uh, you know. Anytime somebody can come in that's a healer and uh, can change somebody else's life, I want to share that. Well, guys, thank you so very much for uh, listening to the Cut Light and Smoke podcast today, presented by ZealCigars.com, CigarSoapbox.com, and as always, brought to you by the Huddle Up Store Studios here from sunny Phoenix, Arizona. With that said, guys, we are out of here like last year. Peace. <laughs>